Welcome back, Patriots. This is part two of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you missed part one, you better go back and listen. Here we go. More Oz, how about a doctor? We've heard repeatedly that Fetterman is so able and fit to serve in the Senate. And Cuomo does, in fact, redeem himself a little bit. He brings an actual doctor, and the doctor does not help the radical left's narrative. All right, now we're talking around this situation, and it's really a medical one. So what do you think? Let's bring in somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. Dr. Huma Sheikh, a board-certified neurologist specializing in migraine and strokes. Doc, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Interesting spin, by the way. I'm going to make you a, a political pundit for okay. a second. Um, it is a good spin that good on him for going out there, toughing it out, showing what it is to struggle, and he can still do the job. Doesn't matter that his words aren't as eloquent as everybody else's. That's interesting. Now, what is the medical reality that you believe uh, you see on stage? So I think just from watching the debate, it's hard to know if I don't have the background. But from watching the debate, I do think that he has a type of aphasia, specifically a broca's aphasia, which essentially means that there's been some type of insult or damage to the part of the brain where language is produced, but also language is understood. And I think for him, the major issue is his production of language, his ability to express his thoughts and elaborate on them. I think we saw during the debate that he had difficulty with fluency. Um, at parts of the debate, when he, I think, had answers that he had practiced beforehand, he did well. But when he had to come up with spontaneous answers to some of the questions or responses, he repeated a lot. He made what we call paraphrasic errors, where you say a word that is similar to what you're actually trying to say. He said bipartisan instead of bipartisan. So I think. It's hard to tell from this how much his comprehension is impaired because that requires different testing, but definitely being able to express himself and elaborate on his thoughts was difficult for him. Now, in politics, you absolutely have to be able to um, articulate right. and argue and convince. So how you say it matters. Sure. But the basic issue is, uh, is the brain function intact? Do you have the ideas? Can you form the thoughts? How do you break down those two different ideas? So in the brain, cognition and language are separated, but there's so much interaction between them. So it's hard to say whether his memory, his executive function, his ability to make decisions based on the information that he receives is impaired. But the language, being able to express himself and being able to make those connections in processing. I thought that his speech, you know, there was a lot of difficulty with being quick on his feet, essentially, and being able to be spontaneous with his speech. Do you get better? So it depends. You know, someone mentioned therapy, and therapy can be very, very helpful, especially if you are doing it every day and you're taking a lot of time in your therapy. Essentially, what we know is that in the first three to six months is where you see the most improvement. There can be some improvement over the next year, but I think he's about six months out now. This happened in May. So I think if he was doing therapy right after his stroke, this is probably where he's 
has improved to the most. Um, there might be some, and I think it's hard to tell because at, there are other factors, his age, his other medical issues, how well he's controlling the risk factors that cause him to have a stroke, how much stress he's putting on his body, whether it's from this debate or other things, will play a role in how well he does and how much of his function he's able to regain. Okay, so take it from a doctor. If he has improved, given we're at, we are at about the six-month mark, he's probably not going to improve all that much more. So if, if this guy gets in the Senate, this is what we have to work with. How do the voters in Pennsylvania feel about that? And she raises a good point at the end. Managing the risk factors, like the stress of this debate, the stress he's putting on his body. Is that they talk about ableism. Right? They talk about the, dis, the disabled community. They talk about you know, uh, us being unfair to Fetterman is the Democrat party. How are, how are they being fair to him? This is cruel. A man who's dealing with this. And I do believe this man is, is really struggling. And yet they continue to parade him around and do this. Do, do you really think that this isn't stressful? If they actually cared about Fetterman, they would let this guy, please go take care of yourself, brother. But they don't care. They just care that they maintain their power because they're worried about losing uh, control over the nation. They're terrified of these midterms. So they will be so cruel as to keep this man in the public spotlight and force him to undergo the stresses of debates, to undergo the stresses of being in the public, uh, excuse me, of the public spotlight. Are, are we under some delusion that being a senator, that serving these roles, that this is somehow not stressful? And again, this is only an added layer to the cake because these people are psychotic to believe that we would accept this because this is not about the, dis the disabled community. This is about the American voters. This is about our elected representatives. But she was also asked, okay, so you're a doctor. You're also a voter. How would this in impact your vote? Let's see what the doctor had to say. Now, you're a doctor. You're also a voter. You're not a yeah. Pennsylvania voter. But based on what you saw, would it be something that you would find relevant as a voter? Forget who you like, who you don't like. But right. would it have been relevant to you or would it be something that you, knowing what you know, could explain away and make your choice regardless? I think from seeing what I saw, the fact that he has difficulty expressing his thoughts, it would make me question, is that an isolated issue or is there more to it? So I, it would make me want to question that, and I think that would make me want to gather some more information and have him be more, uh, talk more about, you know, what are the issues, be more transparent, as you, they were saying on the show, so that we are more comfortable knowing that he's not able to express himself, but he can make the decisions that are important. And now, it's an interesting answer. He said, my doctor says I'm fit for office. There's a difference between being fit for office and being good at being in office. Sure. You are not gonna make the determination that I'll be a great arguer. You'll just say, yeah, I think you're healthy. I think you can right. go through the processes. So it's a little bit of a hedge. Right. He's gonna have to deal with this. Right. You helped us. Thank you very much, Dr. Thank Shea. you, thank Appreciate you very it. much. Hey, thank you for watching. Please yes, thank you, doctor. So I guess it's not crazy to question whether or not someone who cannot speak who's dealing with, you know, a, an aphasia, various aphasias, who is submitting himself to a great deal of stress, I believe very likely at the hands of others. Because again, where does this guy come from? This guy was a hack to begin with.
we're supposed to accept him as a senator. And he's going through, so what? They, they just can't, they can't sink, uh, they can't let go of their investment in Fetterman. So they have to torture this guy. So that they hold on to their investment and they can hope as they cheat in the upcoming midterms, they think they'll cheat enough as the obviously fraudulent poll that they just put out showing him leading against Oz after the debate shows they are interested in power. And Fetterman is just one more individual who is a useless casualty. He is a worthless human pawn that they can use until they don't need him anymore and then discard. This is really not about Fetterman. This is about the evil of the establishment. This is about the evil of these deep state psychopaths of the radical left who will use people like these, like they're little minions, without any regard to them. And without any regard to the American voter, to the American people. But again, this all indicates that we should probably know a little bit more about the guy if we actually care in the slightest to entertain the idea of electing this man. But he won't release his medical records. Mr. Fetterman, turning to the next issue, Dennis. Thank you, Lisa. Let's turn to what has become one of the key themes of this race, fitness to serve. For these individual questions, there will be no rebuttals allowed. Mr. Fetterman, we begin with you. You suffered, as you mentioned a moment ago, a stroke four days before the May primary. Last week, you released this note from your doctor saying you can work full duty in public office, but you have not released your detailed medical records surrounding your stroke. Mr. Fetterman, will you pledge tonight to release those records in the interest of transparency? You have 60 seconds. Uh, to me, for transparency is about showing up. I'm here today to have a debate. I have, you know, spe speeches in front of 3,000 people in Montgomery County, you know, all across Pennsylvania, big, big crowds. You know, I believe if my doctor believes that I'm fit to serve and, and that's what I believe is appropriate. And now with two weeks before the election, you know, I have run a campaign and I've been very transparent about being very open about the fact we're in use captioning. And I believe that again, my doctors, the real doctors that I believe in, they all believe that I'm ready to be served. Follow up, I didn't hear you say you would release your full medical records, why not? You have 30 seconds. No, uh, you know, again, my doctor all believes that I'm fit to be serving and that's what I believe is where I'm standing. Okay, Mr. This is just painful to watch you guys. It's not. It's honestly not even funny anymore. Like, I, I can choose, we can choose to have humor, but this is cruel. This is really cruel. And this is where I believe I'm standing. And again, he says his doctors. So it's just like COVID. It's like, well, Dr. Fauci, he says that the COVID, the boosters are safe, the shots are safe. So that's the science that we should trust. Those are the doctors that we should listen to because there are doctors. And they say that everything is fine. They say I'm fit to serve. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. 
Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Right. That's what we should accept. How about any person with common sense who would question that fact? But his doctors say he's been completely transparent except he won't release his medical records. This is like... The FBI is saying, well, we've been completely transparent because we show up. He says transparency is just showing up. So the FBI, Merrick Garland, all these people, they, they're transparent just because they show up. That's what transparency means to them, right? Forget about releasing the truth. Forget about releasing uh, you know, all the documents that the American people have been, have been eager to see. How about releasing the truth about the Russiagate investigation? How about releasing all the documents that they swarmed Trump's residence for. How about those documents? How about all the, the COVID uh, data that they fought? They wanted to push that off for 75 years. Is that what transparency is because they show up for work? Apparently they want us to think so. But again, the point of this, point of this is the election. And that's the topic of our facts blast today. John Poulos boldly lied. He assaulted the truth. He violently assaulted reality. When he went on 60 Minutes and outright lied for 13 minutes and probably more that they cut out, letter to Congress is very simple. The election narrative is lost. You are fraud deniers and the election truth movement is growing and gaining steam. Even Tucker Carlson, who has been frustratingly measured on the subject of widespread election fraud, said as much on Wednesday night's show, telling us Fetterman is polling tightly with Oz even after his disastrous debate performance is akin to pissing on our heads and telling us it's raining. The effort to remove electronic voting equipment is not going away. We are going to restore free and fair elections and eliminate your systemic ability to cheat. Our demand for remedy is simple. Abolish electronic voting equipment. We'll say it again. We will keep saying it. Abolish electronic voting equipment. We demand machine-free elections. Each congressperson that fails to get on the right side of this issue will face consequences. Remember your oath. Send that fax today to everybody. If you're a member, you can do it for free. I mean, imagine, John, if you haven't seen the John Pulse, we covered it yesterday with CanCon in the morning. He said that they have been audited thousands of times, conflating the risk-eliminating audits, trying to pretend that everything has been transparent, that this is the most scrutinized elections in, election in history. 
Forget the fact that they refuse to see any of the of the evidence. Forget the Mockingbird media would like you to believe that they refuse to address the chain of custody issues, that they refuse to address what they found in Arizona. They claim that Arizona should have... John Poole said, after Arizona, after some of these other audits, it should have been the end of it because they wish us to forget that in every step of this way, when any true effort was made to investigate the election results, to investigate the irregularities that we saw, that more and more evidence continued to pile up, which clearly indicated fraud, which clearly indicated that the American people was not seeing what they needed to. And here's what Tucker Carlson said, just to give you a, a reminder. And not only expect them to win, but expect you to accept the outcome, no matter how transparently absurd it is. On November 9th, they'll be telling you that John Fetterman got 81 million votes in Pennsylvania, and they'll threaten to put you in jail if you don't believe it. Why wouldn't they do that? It worked with Joe Biden. It worked with Joe Biden. So are we going to sit on the side of accepting this, this nonsense? 81 million votes, most popular president in history. Economy's doing great. Trump gave me a, a horrible situation, and look what I've done. Look what I've done. The economy's doing great, he says as he licks his ice cream cone. Or are we going to stand on the side of, of history and of truth? Are we going to refuse to stay silent? Are we going to continue looking at the ballot drop boxes? Are we going to further, more closely scrutinize the thoughts that we have and the things that our neighbors say to us, the things that we're told on the television, on the television? Because this is the resurgence of truth. This is the moment in history where things turn around and the power starts to flow back down to the base of the pyramid. So we have a clear choice now. Number one, send your facts. Number two, go support Mike Lindell, promo code CD21. And again, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself with truth. Follow shows like this. Follow shows like Brian. Get your news from actual news outlets like Conservative Daily, like uh, the Gateway Pundit, people who actually choose to investigate the truth and then to speak it, regardless of the repercussions that the mainstream media and poor sad pawns and liars like John Poulos, like John Fetterman, the consequences they say that we should have for speaking truth, for being just bold enough to say and to be able to articulate what our eyes and ears show to us. This election, they will try to steal this election, and they tell you everything they need to know with these, with these supposed projections. They are projecting exactly what they want, regardless of what we will vote for, regardless of what we see, regardless of what we feel or we wish. So our job now is to continue to speak truth, and we need to get ready to show force. And again, that is not violent. But we need people gathered, and we need people standing shoulder to shoulder. They're already pushing this narrative that we're engaging, engaging in uh, voter intimidation as they have what lo clearly looks like Patriot Front out watching the drop boxes. Because just like January 6th, people can show up peacefully and they will do anything in their power to make it look like we are crazy, like we are violent, like we have done some evil, some harm, some assault, some affront to 
the tenets of democracy and to the institutions of America. The institutions of democracy, which are no such thing and serve no such purpose. So we need to choose to serve our purpose. And with that, we're going to pray. Also make sure as things do uh, continue down this path, wherever that may lead us, go to dcfguns.co. You can get all the guns you need, ammo, uh, get training if you're near those locations. Even if you're out of state, you can go there and order things. Um, make sure that you're compliant. If you go on the website, you can speak to someone. Uh, promo code Joe, that's J-O-E, and you'll get 5% off dcfguns.co. Um, make sure that you are prepared. Be ready to stand in the gap. Because the midterms are approaching, and we know what's going to happen. There may be a few ways that it'll play out, but we know what they're going to do. We've seen it too many times. And now their media, their, the narrative just confirms it. It confirms what we already know, that they don't care about us, that our voice has not been that which has led this country for too long, and that they will choose their interests. They will choose to maintain their power over anything that we say, over any objection that we may have, and we need to be ready to fix that, however that may be. So, Father God, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the truth that we are seeing. I want to thank you for the American people rejecting this narrative, and I want to ask for strength. I want to ask for further courage, Lord. I want to ask that we all see our true power and the strength that you have given us and I, I ask that you give us the courage and the wisdom to use it. Far too many days we, we may look at ourselves and we say, we're not like them. We are not these liars who will twist absolutely everything, who will straight face present, present evil, present lies as truth, who will not with a straight face tell people what their own eyes and ears betray. Tell people that reality is upside down and tell them that they have to accept it and tell them that they're wrong if they do. I ask that you allow us to realize, Lord, that just because we are not those people does not mean that we are the best versions of ourselves. I ask that we realize that though we are not like them, though we, we do live honorable lives, though we do choose not to harm others, that we are failing if we think that is enough. I ask that you let us every day to see not only do we have to not be like those who would perpetrate evil, who would perpetrate lies, but that if we do not choose to do everything in our power, if we do not use the infinite potential that you have given us, that potential which defines man, not by who we are, but who we could be, then we are failing just as they are. I ask that we all realize and we choose to explore and we choose to push ourselves to be what we can be, to be that unquantifiable example of humanity, of man and woman, that we choose to fulfill not just what you have given us, but those things that we may build, those things that we have not yet created. That we may step into that place where we choose to fulfill the role that you have laid out that we have not even seen yet. 
So I ask everyone listening and everyone who may never hear this, that their heart cries out to them to be everything that they are capable of and to fulfill that dark void in the world that exists without them, that exists without them living to the fullest extent of their potential, without them bringing their full light into the world to fill that void that exists around the light which we choose to shine and replace it with the brilliant, beautiful, loving, compassionate, strong light that lies within us if we choose to let it out, if we choose to be that person that we're meant to be. And so I ask to be not those people that we are now. I ask not to be the version of ourselves that we have, we have built over the years. I ask us not to be the person who sees and says, I am better than that, but who looks at themselves and says, I can be better than this now. As I pray for courage, Lord, and I pray that we can move peacefully, we can move with love for one another, and we can do so with the kind of strength that only you can exemplify, that only you can show us, that only you can give us. I ask that we do so humbly, and I ask that we do so without any fear. And when that fear rises up, when it tries to to push us into a corner, that we just walk right through it, that we battle that fear, that we choose to keep moving forward. Give us strength, give us agility, give us endurance, give us health. Let us remember the the blessings that you give us just in the air that we have to breathe. Let us take back our nation. Let us take back humanity. Let us show those who do evil what humanity is, the strength that humanity has, the strength that we as people are capable of. Let us show them that they are in the wrong. And in doing so, let us show them that they have a choice to turn the other side, that they have a choice to move to the side of truth, to move to the side of love. Let us show them the error of their ways through our actions. I ask these things humbly. I ask these things in the beautiful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, guys. Yeah, God is in control. So let's make sure that we exercise the control that he has given us over ourselves. Because to accept responsibility over everything that we create from moment to moment, I believe that to do that, that is the embodiment of what God is asking us to do. So let's make a choice to do that today. We'll see you tonight at 4 o'clock. We've got a great guest for you tonight. God bless you all. God bless America. And remember to smile. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. 
You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517, and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America. America.